This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How are you doing, Reavers? Uh, I wanted to start the show off this week with a question. Okay. You are a man... In the midst of business. Sure. You have been almost your entire adult working life, correct? Don't know any other way. You know a lot about employment, hiring, firing, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, kind of. Sure. So I wanted to ask you this, because when I'm assembling my team Mm -hmm. in, in order to conspire... And okay. rob a bank or whatever. Sure, sure. You are on my short list. Oh, thank you. Yes, that's, you are one hundred percent on my short list. You may have ever said to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, because you're super smart. Well, and you know a way to you you, you know how to work a system, and that's what I, I love I can about see you. A lot of angles. I, absolutely. I'm not terribly bright. So I don't know if you heard the show yesterday, I did Garage not, Logic not yesterday, yet. and but I know you're an avid listener. But the reason I asked you that is Joe had a story. I think it was towards the end of the show. And I didn't share this with Joe because I wanted to save it for our show. Nice. So apparently, the city of Minneapolis, in an effort to curb crime, is going to hire basically civilians to do informal police work. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really paraphrasing because sure. I don't have the exact verbiage in front of me, but you get the gist. Nonviolent police the work. The only thing, though, standing in its way is they're bringing in an outside consultant. Oh. Nice. At a paltry salary of $300,000 a year. Got to get paid something. So here's my thought. Okay. And I, I need to, the reason I'm asking you is I need to know if if I go through with this, am I going to get arrested? Okay. That's that's okay. that's basically. So I'm going to be an attorney here, well, too, because and I'm not an attorney. Well, because we've all but. seen these made-up job titles and these fancy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I'm the executive advisor of the executive advisory board. Yes. You know, all that yep, crap. Yep, yeah. I thought about okay because every single one of us has lied on a resume at one point or another. Every okay. single one sure, of us, maybe sure. not okay. you. Yeah, but... I have never had a resume, but yes. <laughs> well, okay, okay, then I guess then yeah. that's true. Yeah. You've never lied on one because yeah. you've never had one. But every single one of us has. And I'm using the you term lie the loosely, but you yeah. Stretch, yeah. Oh, I was. Uh, empl- it, it, we've all done it. Hyperbole is what we, they call it. Thank you. Yes. That's a perfect way to say it. So we've all done it, and I thought, well, here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I am going to completely make up a background that caters to the woke fantasy land oh. that is just in an effort to get an interview as a bit for the show. But the more I thought about it, I thought, well, this is dealing with the city of Minneapolis okay. and police work. Could I get arrested no. for doing something like that? No. Just, just to, you know what I mean? Like completely make up all this activist work I've done in an effort to get an interview. You know what you could do would, would be even a little bit better is take what you actually do and reframe it in a way that sounds like you're doing that stuff. Like you daily monitor the police progress through Minneapolis through intervention and social contact in a community standard. I mean, that's exactly what you do. So you could sound like a perfect candidate for this because you're on the Garage Logic podcast. Mm. Think of that. I mean, so you could be... um, uh, you could calculate diversity, and you could be doing all these things of stuff that you actually do on a Man. daily basis. And they'd say, well, how do you do that? And you'd say, well, I have a very large social media following, which you do, and I keep track of all of these things that are happening. Hmm. And I use my community 
forum and and my megaphone to make the community better, which you do. So you don't even have to lie. You just have to you have to write it with their terms. Interesting. Isn't that even better? What if you actually get the job because of what you do? Well, and that's the other fear I had is what if they say, oh, we'd love to chat with you. Come yeah. on in. And I'd Go say, on down there. Oh, crap. What did I just do? You have enough to say about it, but you'd have to put on that, that and that's hat. The, that's the thing, though. I don't think I could carry that lie to that extent. In, in other, it's one thing to put it to print. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to carry it out in a conversational it's not format. It's a lie if you believe it, Reavers. That's true. Right? If you believe <laughs> that's, that's what you do. Point. So here's the ultimate question. Would you leave... This job, which is arguably one of the best jobs in Minnesota, would you leave this job for 300K in the city? How many seconds would that take you no, to decide? I, I don't think I would. For 300K? I don't think I would. I mean, I know you probably make a fortune. I don't know. You might make nine figures. I don't even know how much. No, because I have a feeling that, that would actually require work. It, did you just say that? How many? That's didn't we point. talk about the guy who was running downtown's library? We did. Who didn't even live in Minnesota? He lived in who L.A. Never right? went to the library. Right. Probably didn't even have a library card. Didn't even know where it was. Yeah. Probably had gotten books out, but then didn't return them, and had like fifty cents worth of back dues, and they said, "Oh, we're going to just write that off for right, him." Right. Right. Yeah. So I think you could handle a city job. You might actually be perfect for city employment. Right. Show up a little bit. Go down to some other people's offices and say, "Hey, can I get on your calendar?" About ten years ago. Wait, I'm trying to do the math now because I'm trying to think of where we were living at the time. It was. It was 10 years ago because my wife and I were still living in Chadhassan. I believe my oldest son was just born. And I remember having a conversation with somebody that had asked me if I would be interested in running for, you know, a local uh-huh. office. And yeah, I said, yeah. absolutely no, not. No. Not even remotely do I want to think about doing something It'd like be that. be a lot of work. Well, and it, honestly... That part aside, because I've done communal events and things like that a ton. In fact, I'm working on a pretty decent-sized project right now. But the thing that would drive me nuts about a position like that, and it didn't didn't matter whether it was, you know, mayor of a small town, city council, whatever. If I had to have a job where the vast majority of what I did every day was listening to people bitch, I would I would go insane. It would be a little tough. I, I would literally would go insane. Tough, yeah. You know, because from time to time, there's an email that you got to deal with about something that either happened on the show or whatever. And, yeah. that, and that's fine because yeah. they're listeners. They're they're actively seeking you out. But when it's... They're your customers. Yeah. Hey, oh, uh, this curb in front of my house. Just, oh my God, shut up. I, I could not do that. In 19... I want to say 96, I was 25 years old and I ran for city council of Roseville, Minnesota. You did? I did. I did not know and, this. And I was, I was mad because the... I went to a council meeting just because I was interested in it, and Target, the Target that's on Conroe B2 and and Snelling, they wanted to put pallets of pumpkins outside. And the city said, you have to put up these trees to block this, and then finally the city said, thank you. No, thank you. We're not going to do it. Like, we... we What a pain in the rear end. Take it out, and we won't sell pumpkins, whatever. And I just... That just bothered me. So I ran, and I did zero work to run. I mean, zero work to run. And I lost by 78 votes. Oh, wow. Out of, like... 13,000 volts. I mean, it was unbelievably close. It's 100% because my last name, Fratelloni, and sure. people, we had been advertising on the, you know, on, yep. the on, on every media thing for that time. So a lot of people knew my last name, and I thought, holy buckets, that was super close. Like, I accidentally almost won, <laughs> right? And I didn't, I don't think I really would have been good at that. I don't think I would have wanted yeah. to hear. I did stop over at someone that, when I, they found out I was running. A lot of people got in touch with me, and the gentleman said, "Hey, city's trying to condemn my home. Could you come over and just talk to me about it?" That's sure. I didn't know any better. I get there, and 
you know, I'm not a big fan of the city taking anybody's house, but this house maybe should have been condemned. Right? Sure. And right, it, right. it was an older guy, so I felt a lot of compassion for him, but he said, I want to make you some eggs. So he takes a fry pan uh, off of the you're, counter. You're making all of this up. No, he takes okay. a fry pan and he takes his Kleenex out of his pocket and cleans the fry pan up with his handkerchief and then proceeds to attempt to make me an egg, which... I'm not eating. Period. I'm I'm not eating this thing because first of all, it was. It Sir, was I'm gonna of, vomit watching you yeah, do this. Yeah, you know those hoarders homes. Yep, like yep, it wasn't yep. quite hoarders, but it was. It was not in a, in a good way. And I was like, oh, sir, you know. And I'm trying to be as nice to this guy as I can. And plus, I'm respectful to older people. All right, I, yeah, I'm just trying sure, to be a, sure. a pure gentleman to him. But I I said, you know, please. And then when I walked out, I'm like, oh, please don't vote for me because if you, if I if you're the pushover vote and I win, I'm gonna have to just go ahead and say. Uh, the city's probably okay knocking this house over. <laughs> it, was, so, it was pretty bad. Speaking of uh, speaking of your neighbors, today is National Night Out. It, yes. And in fact, I got an email from someone that uh, said that Rochester is apparently calling it Unite National, or no, they're calling night it to the Night to Unite yes. or some, something yep, like yep. that or whatever, which I completely forgot. It's mm-hmm. always the, what, the first Tuesday in August, right? It's always I called so. National yeah. Night Out or something like that. And I thought, huh. I wonder what Mike Fratelloni does for National Night Out. Well, I don't live on a block. That's so oh, that that's makes true. it very easy. So I don't technically really have neighbors. That's which true, is, which is kind of neat. Um, yeah, one one thing that happens is is being um, you know owning I don't own them anymore, but being part of this Fratelloni's sure. hardware in twenty two locations and people bond with our companies, right? They say, oh, that's Fratelloni's. All of these people go. Well, in turn, we get about seventy eight hundred donation requests per year. I said that right, seventy eight hundred. Oh, wow. So on average, that's 20 a day. So for National Night Out, I get 150 requests for anything from a $25 gift card to a gas grill. And it's like, I don't, people, I, I just can't. That's all I would do. That's all I would do for a living is give, give away stuff. Wait a minute. Let's put a pause <laughs> yeah. here. Time out. So you're going to get a request for a donation for a made-up holiday for someone's backyard party? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And and you want to give because I mean these sure. legitimately are our customers right sure. they're right yeah, in the neighborhood yeah. but it's just it's an unending question of things the, the my favorite one of all times this was twenty years ago this woman sent me this long 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 note like about how her daughter wanted to become a professional dancer and she just needed the funds to be able to get to Los Angeles long letter she ends up calling me she's crying on the phone saying how is she going to make this happen for her daughter and I I said. I don't even know if I agree with you. I don't think your daughter should go to Los Angeles. So then it became this parenting thing like, oh, wow. ma'am, I, I think you're making a mistake. You don't want to send your daughter to L.A. with $300 in her pocket and a dream to become a professional dancer. That sounds like maybe not you know, the long-term results of that. That's walking down a road of danger. Yeah, so um, that was that was still one of my favorites. Hmm. That was one of my favorites. When I worked for a different radio station across town mm-hmm. years ago, we would do a lot of um, events, whether it was um, concerts and mm-hmm. uh, all sort, all sorts of different things. Things like a national night out yeah. and hey, whatever. And um, this was a, a popular music station that I think you're mm-hmm. aware of. And there was a woman and a daughter that would come to every event. Okay, it did not matter if it was hey, we're live at um, PV Some... Plaza before the whatever concert. Okay, you know, name your thing. They were there. If it was, hey, we're at Jim's Warehouse and Sale in Fridley, mm-hmm. they were there. It, it didn't matter. Yeah, and which it is was great. The, yeah. And so there was always some type of 
register to win or mm-hmm. you know wh- whatever we're, we're giving away can koozies it, yeah, what, whatever yeah. and there was always the same response oh you're you're not you're not giving that to me because i'm disabled and i thought well no it's 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 a register to win yeah and so oh. well no you, and that was it would just be persistent like that in an effort for you to just cave in and then finally give them it whatever was her disability of the kind that she couldn't write her name on the piece of paper nope. so you'd say well yeah technically you can't enter because nope. okay nope. Nope. she was just uh picking on you yeah okay uh, to the point where she was exposed <laughs> for not really having that said disability really? oh no yeah and it 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 ended up being Quite the story. Well, humorous is probably too unkind of a word, but I just thought, is this really what you do all day? Did you talk about you the just go yet? from different events to, to try to get free stuff to get free stuff? And, and the people who are asking us, I, I want to make this super clear. I'm so proud that they're asking for Adelonis for something. Sure, it's just an overwhelming amount. Well, of I questions. couldn't even imagine, especially I mean, with the, that number of stores. You've oh, got yeah. that number of communities and that number of people. We and, have to have the, them fill out this form that goes through this uh, company first to look at them because it's just. It's all I would literally do. We're like, we don't take calls on it anymore because my voicemail would have 35 messages for things on it. It's like, <laughs> I couldn't do it. But so have you heard this concept? You know, we're all familiar with transgender people. But have you heard this transabled person? No. Where people are actually cutting off their limbs. Oh. So they can be transform into a disabled person. You're, please tell me you're making this up. I thought you guys would have for sure seen that story. No. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go ahead because I don't know more than that story, but I thought for oh. sure you would know. Okay, no. I, I will no. go ahead and send that to you because that is right up the, you know, a Garage Logic Surface Road of Life podcast stories. Because, I mean, could you, so someone's saying, I believe I'm a disabled person, because it's tying into the story you told about the woman who yep. said she was disabled. Yep. I believe I'm a disabled person. In fact, I believe it so wholeheartedly, I'm going to cut off a limb. Or do something to myself so I am permanently disabled. That's that's pretty unique, isn't it? That's um that's that's unique is a good word. Yeah, I wow. mean that's there are some people with a a lot and just a lot of fortitude. Mm. If you can say, hey, I really really want this. This arm's coming off. <laughs> good for you know what? That's commitment though. Yeah, I guess. Although so is cutting off a different part of your body. Yeah, yeah that's that pretty is, much commitment. That too. <laughs> well, and yeah, the reason I guess I brought up National Night Out is uh, I'm in a newer neighborhood. We've been there for a couple months mm-hmm. now, but our new, it's, it's awesome. I, we have fantastic neighbors to the point now where, I think I told you this, the neighbor dog, Lucky, will literally see me and bring the ball. Oh. And I will throw it until Lucky decides to pass out. Oh, really? Okay. It's, it's it's awesome. I love it. Then it, you don't have to have a dog of your own. You can just do this. Bingo. Yes. Um, Smart. And so anyway, but and I'm thinking, I'm I'm one of those guys that yeah, this is great. Let's have beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be in bed at 9:45. Mm-hmm. Just FYI. Yeah. Yeah. I'm when not, I do I'm the re- staying out till two. When I when I do the Reavers goodbye, it's just I'm going to bed. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. tired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I just it's Tuesday. Uh, I just. I'm, that's just, and it wouldn't matter, I guess, what day of the week it was. I'm still going to be in bed before 10 o'clock. I have a friend who, when he throws a party, he says, and that concludes the evening. And he gets up and walks away. That's it. So you're like, <laughs> and it could be, you know, you're all laughing, you're all having a drink. And he says, and that concludes the evening. And he's gone and he's out. And you're like, oh, I Is guess. Is he the we, host of oh, said yeah. party? Oh, yeah. Wow. He just, he, but he hosts a lot. So he's just, he's like, I'm done. And he does it in this elegant, like, mm-hmm. congratulations, and that concludes the evening. Well, See the, you later. Well, the, one of the things, too, in, in that, you know, it, it's always, you, you want to just be respectful when, when, when you're invited to somebody else's place. And mm. for me, I just want to go home. 
Yeah. I just it, it, this was fun. Great to see you guys. This was awesome. Yeah. Time for me to go home now. Yeah. I don't need to be out late. And then the other part is the the long Minnesota goodbye. Where oh, yeah. oh. you know, hey, um, hon, are you ready to go? Okay, let's 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 Well, Stop. we, we got to start saying goodbye. Janice and right. Ken and yeah. And I it's like no, 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 no. It's let's just walk to the car and then we are going to leave. And we can honk. Right. The way out, like give it the wave. Beep, beep. See ya. Yep, yep. Peace out. That's a really good idea. So, um, you and I both sat down, and our pre-show meeting was in depth. In depth. Yeah. And, and you said, "Everyone in my family's out of town," and I said, "Everyone in my family's out of town." <laughs> oh boy. And then I said, "Are you lighting it up?" And you said, "A little bit." And you asked me if I was lighting it up, and I said, I "Went to bed at like seven thirty-nine last night. <laughs> Not quite that early, but I, I did. I have gotten an incredible amount of projects done. Yeah. Incredible amount. So." I'm going to share this with everybody that's listening. So my ex-wife and my current wife are on vacation together right now with our, with the kids. Huh? And everyone's looking at me like, wait, what? And so again, my ex-wife who I get along with really well. In fact, I don't get along with her quite as well as my current wife gets along with her because they decide to vacation together. And so they're out in California. But you know what that allows me to do Reavers? What's that? Is have almost no responsibility besides work whatsoever like i don't have to go to any kids events i my kids are in california my current wife hasn't asked me to do anything because she's gone with my ex-wife i don't have to take any ex-wife questions because she's with my current wife it couldn't be a better situation so if i know you and i yes, think i yeah, know you yeah. well you uh once we get done with the show you're gonna have some things to tidy up work related and make a few yeah. phone calls yeah. you're gonna go home mm-hmm. you're gonna grill something uh, no. Probably well, not. probably not in this no. heat. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. that. But yeah. but if it wasn't 700 degrees outside, you probably would have fired up a grill for for yourself. Maybe made no, a little no, something. No, no, no. Okay, no. I, I, okay, I then go you're gonna to eat every then, single day. Then, so, that, yeah, yeah, then you're yeah. gonna go get takeout. Yep, takeout someplace. Yeah. And uh, you're gonna go home, eat eat said takeout, and you're gonna go to bed. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll do some stuff. Right, I might go golfing. Okay. I might you know wash car in the driveway. I don't know. Shirtless. I mean, I could, yes. No one could see me from my driveway. So, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I, I am totally, totally free to do whatever I want. I've also learned that I don't do much when I'm free to do whatever I want. <laughs> I don't really get, I, I was like, I painted some stuff at the house. I hung a picture. I did some of that stuff. Right. Yeah. So I felt like I was doing something and I worked. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I, I worked, but that extra time after work, I didn't do much. And it's been a really, you know what I've been doing? I've been reading that book, Red Notice that Joe suggested. Joe, Joe yep. suggested. I don't know if you uh, read that, but in a part of this book, it's about a gentleman who was trading stocks, kind of a stock trader, owned a fund that was prominent in Russia and how Russia just tore him apart. Right. How just the, the way Russia works just tears people apart. And one of the stories was about an attorney who could have turned on these guys and made lies about these guys to get out of jail. But instead, he stayed in jail for 356 days till they killed him. Right. And he just just 37 year old guy, Russian, just they kept him in jail till he died. Right. And they would beat him and they would starve him. And then, you know, and he had like a gallstones that he had a problem with. And they said, you know, normally you'd go to the hospital with gallstones in like two hours. And they said it took 40 days for him to get in to see oh. somebody about his gallstones. I mean, just horribly, horribly, just a horrible, horrible thing. But as I'm reading this, I'm I'm sitting here thinking that so this guy had barely nothing to eat. Right. Just nothing to eat. And I thought. How gluttonous am I, right? I get McDonald's in the morning. <laughs> I go out to lunch, and I thought that there's something to be said to think about people who had suffered 
when you're eating and yeah. say, look at this guy, did this work, a 37-year-old stud attorney, and he lived with basically no food. I mean, just the the least amount of sustenance you could have, lost a ton of weight, right? And I thought, well, I'm going to try to do that. So, I'll, And then, then this morning, I, I went to McDonald's, and I thought, oh, crap, I shouldn't have done that because I forgot I didn't want to do that. But then on the way down here, I, I drove by Taco Bell, and I thought, I'm so weak. I'm so weak. <laughs> so I've already had McDonald's and Taco Bell already today. Hmm. Yet I said when I woke up, out of respect to this gentleman who gave his life yeah. for his principles, yeah. just try not to be a gluttonous fool. I just can't do it. it. Just, so, it so tonight I'm thinking, what am I going to do? Am I going to go get Chinese? Because that seems a little bit lighter. Or will I go one night without just gorging myself with food? I don't know if I can do it. Well, that's interesting. Yes. Um, because And here's why I have not read Red Notice that Joe suggested. In fact, mm. most of the books that Joe likes, and again, obviously J- Joe knows a good book when he sees one. Yes, he reads a lot. The the thing I have a, tr- a problem with, and it's it, it even trickles into my TV viewing, <laughs> I have such a low um, faith in humanity, uh, a low yeah. amount of faith in humanity, mm. I don't need it any lower. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to read that book and then think, well, I already had such a weak opinion. And now of the Russians, just, and now I have yeah. less than that now. Yeah. And yeah. I, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I do. You want to put something good into your brain. Well, you want to watch exactly. Baseball. I just yeah. want a complete yeah. distraction yeah. from reality because it's news consumption from the minute I wake up, mm-hmm. get the boys off to wherever they're going, uh, get here, get some, you know, consume more news, blah blah blah. And then by the time I want to unwind, which is you know whatever. I just want to put the Twins game on, or I, I just want an escape from that crap. I, I totally get that. I think that, and yeah. that's not illogical. And remember, and I say this every show, we get everything. You know, I, I'm reading Reuters, uh, BBC News, NPR. I'm reading all this stuff every day. I'm like, why am I worried about what's happening in someplace else? I know it does tie to us somehow, but you can get a little overwhelmed if the bond market in Japan is crashing and you think to yourself, Oh no, that's the bond market. What what does that mean to me? I don't buy Japanese bonds, right? Right. And I don't even buy American bonds, so I don't know what what that means to me. Yeah, it's it, we are overwhelmed with too much information. TMI, I think, is what we call it. Well, and it's it's endless because it's nonstop. It's everywhere, and it's twenty four hours a day yeah. now. Where it never used to be. This uh, what, what would be the word? Where it, it almost becomes. A cyclical part of your everyday existence. Mm-hmm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's just ingrained in everything you bump into, everything you look at. Did you guys talk about that 52-year-old guy who stabbed that kid to death on the we Apple did. River? Yeah, we did. Did you learn more about that? Because I, I looked up that story. Here's the problem. Um, let's see. How do I want to phrase this? So when the news, well, it because it, it happened Saturday afternoon, correct? And we talked about it on yesterday's show without the additional information that we had today. Mm-hmm. And Joe's rule on a lot of these types of stories is you got to wait 48 hours till you do have all of the information. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm thinking, okay, that's cool. That's true. But then it's okay. So this guy claims now that he was looking for a cell phone in the river and some kids were harassing him and he was acting in self-defense, which I personally do not believe. Yeah. No, I I mean, who knows? We don't know. But I had said this on yesterday's show. I said, okay. I have to, for the life of me, have to think that there was some type of altercation because I, I cannot believe that some guy just randomly attacked a group of teenagers. No, because, there was a fight. Because a, yeah, yeah, because yeah. if that's the case, and that was the information we had yesterday, if sure. that's the case, then th- we are done. Yeah. You know, if some guy is just going to start stabbing people. Mm-hmm. So we did learn that there was some type of altercation where 
he apparently was approached by two females at first because they thought that he was spying on them. Yeah. And then that, of course, led the two, bo- not boys, but the two 17-year-old men in that group to mm-hmm. then confront this guy, which then led to the the knife, him going to get the knife or him having the knife on him or whatever. And then, of course, he didn't find out until later that one of the kids that he attacked had died. Yeah. So I, it's just a, it's just an odd, it's really an odd and horrible, horrible story. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah, and that's yeah, and I, I, I didn't know, I didn't know if there was any other news than that. You know, if that because it, it sounds like he was having a confrontation with one group, yes. and then another group came up, and yeah, I, I don't know. It's such a horrible story. Yeah. That being said. Apple River is a lot of fun. No, I could not disagree with Are that more. Are you kidding me? I've done it twice, and I, it, the first time I did it, I was working for a different station across town. Okay. Again, I'm bringing up my previous radio life, but they did this as a end of the summer. You all, you interns, work so hard. It's okay. the weekend after the state fair. Let's go down the Apple River. And I thought, oh, I've never done that before. Yeah, kind of fun. I'm 21, 22 at the time. Sure. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And so they rented a bus so that no one would have to drive. Yeah. And they bust us from uh, Minneapolis all the way over there. And everyone, everyone of course, was 21. And um, they supplied us with some some beers. And this is going to be a good time. So we, there was, God, there had to have been. There were two groups of like 50 kids. Oh, right? blast. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. For the first two hours, yeah, it was kind of fun having yucks. And then all of a sudden, everyone got ridiculously drunk. Oh, okay. And then I realized, huh, no one's really getting out to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Nope. We're just floating in just, just one a, giant toilet, yep, basically. Yep. That's, all the way down that's the river. That's basically what, the, what this is. And I thought, well, this is not ideal, but whatever. It was kind of fun. But the process of getting back, so... You just hop on a bus I, and I go was, back Yeah, out? and I, I was having fun, too. Mm-hmm. But everyone was so hammered that it was, you you did all summer. It, it, oh. it just became, because we all rode together. Okay. It was the longest bus ride ever. Uh, and yeah. I did it one other time with my uh, then girlfriend, now wife, my siblings, and my mom. And we decided to do it in the middle of the summer. And that was fine. But when we had to encounter other people, mm-hmm. that's when you realize, Boy, I really don't like anybody else. Yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> that's. I think that's why I'm not much of a drinker. It's weird to say that because you know we had the very the beer successful show. beer show yep. for years. Yep. But I'm really not that much of a drinker because I never want to take the bus with 20 people. So never. I would say, hey, you know what? I'll meet you there. I, I'm gonna meet you there. I'm gonna drive out. So then on the river, I get to have two beers over the four hours or you know whatever, and get out and drive home. And then someone will say, oh, we'll take Sharon home. She's hammered. Nope. No. Nope. She's on the bus. Sorry. Sorry, I'm not doing it. I'm not going anywhere but my house. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going. Well, I could go anywhere, <laughs> but I'm surely not going to take Sharon home because she's hammered. And, and that maybe that's why I've always been that I want to be in control kind of person. I'm the same yeah. way because I, I know I've had, I've been a part of several bachelor parties, for mm-hmm. instance, or several, hey, we're going to get a party bus, and we're going to go to the Kenny Chesney concerts on Saturday night. No, thanks. I'll meet you there. Yep. I'm not getting on the damn bus, and because then it's then it becomes such a big ordeal. And the, the 13th of this month, uh, one of my relatives rented out a party bus to go to a brewery tour for his son's bachelor party. Oh. And he says, Michael, it's going to be a great time. This is so great. And I'm 100% I'm going but there is no way I'm going to be on the party bus. No, no. Like, uh-uh. I'll, I'll maybe go on the party bus, like, for the first stop, 
right? And I'll be like, hey, and then I'll do and that. And you're downloading your Uber app? Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> like, I'll Uber to the next one. Well, and, and again, in, a, in that kind of situation, it's it's always, okay, it's a bunch of different guys who know the groom or mm-hmm. the soon-to-be mm-hmm. groom, yeah. but you don't know everybody else. Yeah, but these are all good guys. They're all going to be a lot well, of fun. In my, and so my point is always, well, it just takes one dink yeah. to do something stupid, and now it's my problem. Sure. That's the the stance I've always taken. Yeah, I've never had it be my problem, because I just like, I don't know, and I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm out the door, I, Ubering out of there. I don't fact, have to wait for the party bus The last time I did one <laughs> was for a friend of mine's wedding, and he'll go nameless, because anyway, and we were on this damn bus, and we were in the uh, Rochester, Minnesota area, oh, fun, fun and one of, I believe it was... His wife's either brother or whatever. It was, I think it was a, a soon-to-be brother-in-law basically started a fight at this place. And I, I said to him, I said to my buddy, I said, you better get him out of here or I'm I'm leaving. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be a part of this. Yeah, he's going to create a problem. He's yeah. he's already started something yeah. and it's 7 o'clock at night. Ugh. You know what I mean? So I just thought, nope, never doing this again. Never, well, never, never, never. I know. At some point in time in the last 10 years, I've told my worst bachelor party story we went to the basement of this bar that's in st paul and the basement was not set up to wasn't like it had a bar down there it was just like a room like in your grandmother's basement just you could touch the ceiling with your I hand i think i know this place does it have the the what do you call it in the basement i am not going to say this place no oh, it doesn't okay. no 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 no. it's not that place okay it has nothing that you would you would never know you could go down to the basement. Okay. But they probably said, hey, Perfect. for 25 bucks, you can go take some guys down to the basement. It had lights and some chairs and stuff. And just a, a personalized area. Yeah, it was just like, and but no one would ever go down there. Got There's it. no reason to go down there. Got it. And so we're, we're down there, and this waitress is the sweetest woman in the world. Oh, she's, no. She's I coming down. I already hate where this is going. And she's like, hey, you guys, whatever you want, just let me know, and I'll, we'll do drinks all night. And, and just really having a fun time. And then she comes down like 15 minutes later. And she says, hey, guys, we have to uh, close everybody's tab out, and you have to just go upstairs to get drinks. And I thought, wow, that, that's weird, because she just had said. So I follow her up, and I said, hey, what what happened? I'm so sorry about it. Like, my, I know my buddies are getting a little drunk, which everybody was being kind of calm at that point. And, and she said, oh, no, nothing happened. Don't worry about it. Nothing nothing at all. You guys are great, but uh, just, just come up and get your drinks. So, okay. Oh, so no. dancers show up, right? And, and let me restate that. Not dancers. Strippers. Oh, just no. plain old strippers. This one who looked like the sweetest girl in the world said, my mom's the waitress upstairs. Oh, no. And I thought, well, that's that's maybe why your mom said, yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, what do you mean, Jenny? You're working a show down in the basement of this bar. And it was the, it was the most uncomfortable thing because I would go upstairs to get a drink and I'd look at this mom. And she, the mom was closer to my age than this other gal was. And I looked at her. I'm like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I, I'm it's so like, sorry. I'm just gonna sit up here and play uh, uh, pinball or something because I don't want to go down there to see the debauchery of these morons the staring from, at you. Uh, it's the scene from The Office where um, Dwight's wife Angela has yeah. the bachelor party, and who's the drunk lady on The Office? The redhead. Oh yeah, yeah, Angela. It, it, no, no, not, no, not Angela. Angela. Um, but she, oh she God. says that the, they get the male stripper shows yeah, up, and it's her son. Yes. And she said, No, no, don't stop. Yes. Come on, do your thing. 
<laughs> and they're all sitting there going, this is oh, so awkward. It was so that, that was one of my favorite bachelor parties. Another favorite bachelor party mm-hmm. stories. We had we had a boss and super fun guys, a really gr- good group of guys. And and we were pretty young. And this one guy had a T-shirt and we wrote like 20 different things he had to do on his T-shirt. Okay. I didn't I didn't write that because I'm an adult male. I don't write that stuff. But someone wrote it. Right. OK. And this kid had to go out and he had to like collect a girl's underpants. Right. He had to like willing to talk. But. He was a bigger guy, like a beer-bellied big guy, right? Okay. Not not morbidly obese, but just a had a good-sized belly on him. And he had to find women that would willingly take a shot out of his belly button. Oh. And not a shot like a you put the glass in his belly button, but you pour the oh, booze no. into his belly button. And Reavers, as oh, God no. is my witness, no, no. women lined up You're kidding to me. take a shot out of this kid's belly button. I'm crying laughing because I'm just I and this guy's a nice guy sure I wouldn't lick his skin if you paid me a hundred million bucks and you know and I really really like him like he's a gentleman of a guy but there's no way I would have done that I was like who are these girls and is getting a shot of tequila worth it I mean granted the tequila probably killed out anything he had in his belly button besides the lint and all oh God, that was hilarious. So that was a lot of years ago at the Freight House. Thank you, Freight House. I wonder if they're sponsors of the show. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Uh, speaking of bachelor parties, I do I, I do remember seeing something very funny on social media because you know no one follows the Hollywood gossip scene quite like yours truly does, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is completely well, you were on false. That is that is years, true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, I really miss following that celebrity gossip. <laughs> In any event. Um, there was a great do, you, do do we call it a meme on social media? Yeah, yeah, meme. Or it was actually not, not a meme because a meme is a is, is something that's in motion, a video that's in motion, correct? Uh, no. Okay, no, so then no, it was yeah, a meme. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're thinking of a giphy or whatever. That's what yes, I was thinking yeah. of. So anyway, so there was a meme where it has a um, a photo of the recently married Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Who tied her nuptials to Ben Affleck? Yeah. J-Lo. Wonderful, wonderful story. Yep. Uh, Benefer, I believe, yeah, is, Benifer. Their, Benifer yeah. is their nickname. And it said, uh, since 1960, Jennifer Lopez, six rings, and it had a Vikings image. It said, <laughs> Vikings, zero rings. Okay, wait, but let's to make this clear. <laughs> ben did not just marry her. Ben married his original wife. What's her name? Huh? Ben Affleck yeah. married... The girl from those commercials, Jennifer Garner. Okay. Am I not right? No, they. I believe Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez just tied the knot. Recently. I thought it was Ben Affleck. They were married at one point, I believe. And Jennifer Garner got remarried. No. Oh, that just shows how little I know. Yeah. Boy, how did I miss that? Because I think Jennifer's. A, I think both of those girls are great-looking gals, I, and and impressive and impressive people. Okay. Don't you think? Sure. You don't think Jennifer Garner's pretty? You don't think J Lo's pretty? I, I I honestly don't care. I, I'm I'm so okay. Hold on. This this conversation just took an awkward turn. Yeah, maybe maybe I just don't know. So I think I that that's so. part of it. Well, you know, you're a busy guy. You you, you don't have time to to dive into the celebrity gossip okay, world. Yeah, maybe yeah. He he did he because he, he was he married to Jennifer before Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez? Garner. Okay, so he was married to Jennifer Garner. Maybe that's In fact, the... I believe they have a child together. So they were married from 2005 to 2018. Yes. And now he is uh, now married to Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, well, that that's really cool. You know, what's funny is just one hour ago, there's been an update. J-Lo and Ben's marriage certificate just leaked, and it confirms 
she officially changed her last name to Jennifer Affleck. You're kidding. No, but that's what... That's stunning news. Wouldn't that be kind of crazy? I wonder if she actually did that. They got married on July 17th in the Las Vegas Chapel. Oh, that's wonderful. Huh. I'm happy for that. I don't I think kids. she's a gorgeous girl. She's a really... In, she's so they a, had a picture of Jennifer Lopez that said six rings... And then had a Vikings image, and it said zero rings. Do you think she's been uh, married six times? Is that what she's been? I, w- I would assume or just, so. So, uh, okay, good for her. Or maybe she's been engaged six times. Maybe, because I know she was married to New Timberwolves owner, or engaged to New Timberwolves owner Alex Rodriguez. Not for that a while, long ago. Yeah, right? Anyway. A-Rod seems like a nice guy. Sure. Doesn't he? Did He's you going to see- bring a championship to Minnesota, right? You know, I actually am pretty high on the Wolves. I like the trade that they made for Rudy Gobert. I'm not mm-hmm. the world's biggest NBA. I used to be a diehard NBA fan, but I've, I'm not a fan of the current product of basketball offered at the professional ranks. You know, it's fun because it's quick, right? You can go downtown, it's two hours and you're done. Yeah, but the last... Two minutes of every game takes three hours. Yeah, but that's if it's close. So then it's worth it, True. right? Because I where guess. it really matters is kind of fun. But it, it, it can. College is the worst. College can take forever in the last yeah. forty-five seconds. It's but, unbelievable. But I'm just—I I don't know. I'm not—I'm just not a fan of the current product. But I—but I—I I will watch. I watched almost every second of the Timberwolves playoff run, um, all six games, and I'll probably watch a fair amount this year because I'm now starting to get into. You know, my, my boys are getting to learn the games and, and learn mm. the sports and stuff. And so it's it's kind of fun to say they'll ask questions. I'm thinking, well, duh, it's well, it's because it's always been that way. But it's kind of cool to now relive it through their eyes. Yeah. You know, like, oh, what well, what does that mean, Dad? So, oh, okay, now I get to explain it to him. And There you go. Then, of course, I do it, and then his little brother has to ask the exact same question that his older brother just asked. But that's that's another story. We should have a prediction segment when before the Viking season starts. And do maybe just NFC Central stuff, right? Sure. Just predict, see, because it would be interesting to see. I actually how think they're going to be okay. I, I think Green Bay is not going to be as good, and I think the Vikings. It's always interesting when you get a new regime, and usually a team seems to get re-energized. Whether you would hope, but in in most cases, because they're not, they weren't a bad team last year. They just didn't play well at times. Weren't you telling me that our former coach, like? didn't allow ping pong tables right. and video, video games. games. So the guys would finish working out and go home Yeah. instead of like, oh, uh, I'm living here by myself and in I, this town. I'd like to hang out with somebody. And I actually was a fan of Mike Zimmer as a coach. Oh. Um, but, you know, there's just, he you I have dated to. like five of the same women, by the way. What's that? Zimmer and I dated like five of the same people. You know we're doing the show. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Oh, I think okay. I can say that. I was single. I was a single man. Yeah. I could do whatever I wanted to do. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think all of them were nuts. Every one of them. <laughs> I think I can say that. Well, if they dated me and they dated him, they had almost no, they didn't care. They had no standards whatsoever, right? Oh I kind of get it. I get why you date him. He was okay. a rich old guy, yeah, right? sure. But me, I'm a full-on moron. <laughs> but somehow we all came together. Huh. Yeah. All right. Something I have. That's something. That's something I, I can that. always remember him by. So I got that going yeah, for me, which is go. nice. Um, <laughs> You're like, you remember we're doing a show, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't uh, care. Speaking of Tiger Woods. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I was Do you believe the report? By the way, Did that you see he was the offered eight hundred million bucks. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Wow. And he turned it down. Yeah. I, I just. I don't even know if they'd want him. I don't think they're going to need him. Right. I don't think them they being need him. the live tour. the live tour tournament. I don't think. I think Tony Finau might go though. 
two tournaments in a row that he's he won. He's winning everything, yeah. I mean, good for him, but, but he, he's a hot Think commodity. of that. Joe and I were just talking because uh, it's Major League Baseball trade deadline day. I knew you knew that. Today, yeah. Sure. Um, I have it in my calendar. And so Joe was asking me, oh, did the Twins do anything? But then. Did we? Yeah, they got the closer from Baltimore. Oh, so we were buying instead of selling. Good but, for us. Uh, well, we're in first place. You'd think the, that they'd be doing It means that. nothing. I know. It means nothing with this team. But the point being that the Nationals decided to trade Juan Soto, who is one of the biggest st- young stars in Major League Baseball. Okay. He's a phenomenal baseball player. He got traded to my San Diego Padres. So I said, you'll, you'll recall Juan Soto, Joe. He's the guy that turned down a guaranteed contract of $450 million from the Nationals. He, he turned that down. Wow. Why? Citing the fact that, well, he said that, well, it was a 14-year offer, okay. which meant the what they call the AAV, the average annual value, was only $29 million per year. Oh. And see, the top players are getting over 30 right now. But this is guaranteed. Every money. cent of it, once you sign your name on that little sheet of paper, huh. every cent of that $450 million is going to be right there in your in your pocket. So he could hypothetically sign a one-year deal at, let's say, $40 million bucks, get hurt, and never play baseball again yep. after that year. Yep. And he's out another $360 million. Bucks. Well, that is, uh, that is audacious. Trying to think of the word mm-hmm. foolhardy. Yes, I don't blame these guys for taking money, but that is really odd that you wouldn't take that type of money. And some are saying he's "quote unquote" gambling on himself, and mm-hmm. who knows? Uh, he might turn out to be the wiser one, and in two years, he's going to sign a six hundred million dollar contract. Who's to say? Because he is still young. I think he's only he's still only twenty three years old. Yeah. Well, so there's something to be said about that, but still, I just can't fathom a world in which I could live and say, "Hi." We'd like to give you this mm-hmm. contract of a guaranteed $450 million where not only will your kids never have to work again, well, their kids are never going to have to work again. But generations. And that kid set of kids are never going to have so to work again. So do you again. know, and I, I know this is deep, do you know what of that was paid up front? I don't know. I, I think it was structured in a way where... There were some accelerator clauses and things okay. like that. There's there's something called net present value or future value of money, and you said, right. okay, if I get two hundred million today, and I take that hundred million after taxes, and I invest that today over the next fourteen years, my money could double. So one to two hundred, two hundred to four hundred. So I get four hundred just in that yeah. first little chunk. But you got to get it early. You got to right, get it today, right? right. right? So I, then, I don't. Yeah. I guess I don't know the balance of that. But then you reminded me somebody had said. They had posted a story about the person that just won the Mega Millions jackpot, mm-hmm. and I believe Illinois, or the ticket yeah, was purchased Illinois, outside yeah. of Chicago, yeah. or something like that anyway. And it said, the the subline on it was, uh, well, they're getting 450 after taxes. And it's someone had said, the first billionaire to actually pay what they should owe in taxes in 2022, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Think about yeah. that. $1.1 billion. That that would a be a lot million. of money. Yeah, that would be a lot, a lot of money. Would you I, still work? I would. I, I would do nothing different. There's nothing I want. I'm so lucky. Right. Universe. Either I just don't care, or there's just nothing I want. The only thing I would change is I would say, hey, you know this really awesome studio we have here. I'm going to pay to have one built at my house. Yes. Because the yeah. only thing I would want to do differently is just the the, the drive into the just city every day. Just work. Yeah. You could probably set that up. Oh no, no, I would. I would right? pay for it myself, especially with gas money. When you think of this, you're spending 300 bucks a week on gas money. Right. Some, something insane. Maybe even more than that. Yeah. You can buy a couple of these microphones and Why that not? multiplexer. Yes. I don't know. If Joe, and Joe wouldn't care. He doesn't yeah. need you staring at him. 
No, no, he yeah. does not. I wonder if Joe's ever going to just make it 100% at his home. He, he likes getting here, though, doesn't he? He, does, he yeah. does like the routine of the commute and coming into yeah. work every day. Yeah, so smart. Anyway. Smart guy. Michael, thank you so hey, much. Rivers, you're the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble on whatever platform you happen to be listening to. We would truly, truly appreciate that. His name is Mike Fredoloni. My name is Chris Reavers. Hopefully you made it to the end of the show. <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.